Welcome back to the one and only Black Hollywood Live Next, where we talk to everybody who is next in Hollywood, all the people that you need to know about. Today is no different. We've got Kevalina Everett and Todd Anthony from the film Black in Blue. And we're also going to talk about, oh, Jadena, his new music. Taraji P. Henson's got some makeup on the way. And Usher is about them hands. Find out about all this and more right here on Black Hollywood Live Next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live Next. Welcome back to Black Hollywood Live Next, where we keep it popping every single week and we talk to all the people that you need to know because that's just how we do. Make sure you use that hashtag BHL Next. Hashtag BHL Next. Let us know what you think, what kind of topics you want to hear. You already know who I am. I'm Megan Thomas at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. Just find a sister, okay? What about you? And I'm Michelle Madison. Find me on Twitter at M-I-C-H underscore Madison TV, but mostly on IG at Michelle underscore Madison TV. Yes. And today we've got two great guests in Hollywood. You've seen them in all types of movies. I'm talking about TV movies, Netflix movies, just all over the place. We've got Kevalina Everett and Todd Anthony. Thank you for having us. us. Thank you guys so much for being here with us today. You guys are in a new film. Uh, you have a new film that's coming out, Black yes. in Blue. Yes. Yeah. Not only did you help, what you wrote it, wrote directed, it, like produced, act, acting. Yes. Basically, did, did you everything. shoot it too? Did you like get in front <laughs> no. and back? <laughs> right, we will. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Before we get into that, let's let's talk about a little bit of casting news. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new movie out today called Hands of Stone, yeah. and Usher is in this movie. Usher is acting. You guys, he yeah. got them hands for you because he plays mm-hmm. Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm. Now he looks a hot mess. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> really? he, when I saw the pair, at first I was like, what? What they got? But Usher actually, I think he is really, really I, good. So I'm gonna watch the movie. Look at this picture though. Look yeah, at him. We're gonna pay Ooh. money. Look that's at Sugar him. Ray. That's, yeah. that's how Sugar wow. Ray used to look. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, oh, I'm that's good. a rough one. <laughs> that ain't that ain't the Usher. That's that ain't rough. the these are my confessions, no. Usher. Uh, right. no, that's not right no limit, Usher. No, right, that's, right, right. That's, no. I have a confession. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, musicians uh, that cross over and play different roles in acting? I actually love it mm-hmm. because I mean, there. I feel like when you come from that music background, you already have that innate talent already in you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is a natural for him, and he and he he done a few movies before. He did mm-hmm. the, the dancer movie back in the day. I right, right, right. Was. He did, yeah. But so I, I I'm a fan of his work, so I'm excited to see this. Yeah, I feel like I mean. Art, all art kind of goes hand in hand, yeah. I feel like. And if you can pull it off, why not explore other yeah. talents? Yes. So, yeah. For sure, for sure. All right, Michelle, let's talk about uh, what's next or not. Well, <laughs> the Linus of the Empire, oh. Miss um, Taraji P. Henson, mm-hmm. is the latest celebrity to partner with MAC Cosmetics. Ah. So what we want to know, is this going to be your newest beauty splurge or not? Just and, because, wait, just be, so this, are these new colors by Cookie? Um, uh, are well, these like same colors from Mac, but they just put her name why, on it. Why you gotta do that? I mean, I mean was, Riri, no, was Riri's color different than I think you it know? Was, yeah. that, was it that different though? Well, they it was gave like a little names. bit more orange. Well, the names, some of the names do come from Taraji. They have some blushes, some highlighters, mm-hmm. you know, you know, um, lip liners. But the colors palette is for the most part they're nudes. Mm-hmm. So Taraji. I'm assuming if they're gonna, if they could go on Taraji's skin, which has some melanin to it, yeah. Yeah. it should transfer very well with pretty much the rest of the yeah the race because right, right, right. I mean you know we could rock anything so. yeah right sure. I love yeah. what do you guys are you guys Empire fans 
I, I like am. Empire. There was like that's a conversation. It was, was just so. Yeah. It was like a. It's a little it truth a, that came out. Yeah, yeah. Came first out. season. Yes. Yeah. I was a huge fan. I mean, but I love Taraji, so I'm. I'm. I want to see how this cosmetic line turn out. Yeah. Right. 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 I'm, I'm going to support regardless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. That, that's the yeah. important that's part. What, yeah. I think yeah. we support regardless. Yeah. Uh, I think it's. I think it's gotten back. Um, to its origins yeah. like the first season mm-hmm. second season was like alright what's yeah. up with the, the third season kind of picked up a little bit um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see at the beginning the, the, uh, yeah the I know for the season opener and uh-huh. Andre yeah. I was like no, yeah. <laughs> no I know, this is you know he would not be at no rap concert unless it's Kanye and right. 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 he'll be in VIP right. so y'all more power Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah, I love power. That's a different show, though. It is true. People show. need to but stop we, comparing it because yeah, there's no comparison totally at all. Right. It's so edgy. It's so mm-hmm. East Coast. Yeah, yeah. and you can't yeah. really do that on regular like television. Oh, you can't do that on right. Fox. Right. Right. That has to be a paid station exactly. for sure. You know? exactly. Power is so raw. It is raw. It is. Very raw. Pause, pause. Very raw. But yeah, definitely. All right, let's talk about the fresh beats. We got new music out. Actually, it's a song by Jadena, but it's a new video that's out called Chief. What is this? Chief Don't Run. I'm excited because I love me some Janetta. Go ahead and play that. Welcome to your burial. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, Jadena. This is one of his new songs. Jadena has been dropping a bunch of singles yeah. this year. He doesn't have an album out, but Long Live the Chief is supposed to drop sometime soon. So hopefully it'll be dropping by the end of the year. But I mean, he's pretty much put out every single that's probably going to be on the album. Yeah. Right, right, so right, right. why drop an album? Yeah. Just keep he dropping is hot singles. right now. That sounds dope. That, that, it is. Dope. I haven't heard that one. And it's, it's yeah. such a good message. I love how like there's a lot of music coming out that's representing yeah. Yeah. struggle right. and right. police brutality. Real rap. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Wow, what a concept. I wasn't expecting that. See, yeah. and, and, yeah. 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 and at the beginning of the episode, uh, beginning of the video, you actually see him as a child, you know, a kid uh, playing him and his mom going through the tr- struggle of homelessness yeah. and, you know, like dealing with drugs and prostitutes and pimps every, like he's really just telling about his life story and that's amazing because now people you know you don't have to always talk about money cars hoes right, right. Exactly. right. oh wow what mm-hmm. a there's concept there's a real message out there yeah, yeah. well th- hopefully we get to talk to Jadena hmm <laughs> right right because right, right. that would be perfect <laughs> to go <laughs> for Black and Blue yeah so yeah. let's talk about that because that actually is a great segue into <laughs> your new movie Black and Blue yeah so before we get into that, let's talk about you know the movie is set in Philly. Yes, mm-hmm. why Philly? That's We're home. from Philly. That's mm-hmm. home you know, for us. Right. It was just common sense. Like you know, we we need and Philly needs more projects to filter yeah. through there. It's like um, you know we always hear about Atlanta and Los Angeles and or New York, and it's like Philly is such a great town to film yeah. in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's like why not go back to our home and involve people from the city um, and bring hopefully bring revenue back into the city. Yeah. Right. It's just a passion project yeah. and um, 
you know, we feel like Philly is where the heart is. That's where our, that's our home. So mm-hmm. why not bring our heart, our passion, and tell this story in our city? It's a beautiful city, mm-hmm. and people um, don't get a chance to really see it. And I feel like it's so many stories in this film that is going to shed so much light on our city. So I mean, for us, it's just like a no-brainer. You got to take it home. It had, right. And it's the East. The the film it yeah. just has an East Coast feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is 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 gritty. It's uh, is dealing with a very sensitive, not sensitive, but a very touchy topic. Um, and it's it for me that the set there is like, yeah, this is perfect yeah. because you know we we can show you what a ghetto really looks like. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. We can show you what the peep the East Coast people really look like, yeah. um, as opposed to being glammed up and, yeah. and Hollywood looking nah you right. can't put palm trees in this film no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, they won't survive some parts right. of the east coast right right, 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 right. so what, what made you say okay this is even though this is the reality that I see every day in Philly what made you say this is not going to be the life for me I'm mm-hmm. going to do something different for me um, I just had you know growing up in the city of Philadelphia I had a really really hard life honestly um, I've dealt with a whole lot like living in a home where there was you know seeing drugs and alcohol and violence and at a very young age I knew that this was just not my life I knew that God had something better for me and you know that that was my motivation to go to college and that was my motivation to get out of the city and I just felt like I mean it was just seeing what I went through was just literally my motivation. I right. can't allow this to be the end. Yeah. I know there's something else out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Same. I mean, same here. Um, as far as n- the living situation, um, was was okay for me. I mean, granted, we I grew up in the hood. My my section where I'm from is called the bottom. So <laughs> well, you kind of you can't go any further. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, but. My my one thing my family and my mom and my grandmother and my father uh, always instilled in me was be better than your circumstances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and although we lived in the hood, we never operated like we lived in the hood. Yeah. It was like you go on to school, you're gonna be somebody. So that those those um, foundational um, things that were instilled in me just kind of. It was it was a no brainer for me to always want to do better yeah. than what's around me. Even though I Philly, I will say has has really made me who I am. Absolutely, mm-hmm. as far as just being able to endure tough times yeah. and and really know what it's like to go through things. Um, so I I, I love Philly for that. Yeah. Um, but it's always you should never want to live beneath yeah. your you know your. Not, not means yeah but exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah now speaking about you know growing up in Philly in those tough times and not being exposed to the Hollywood life mm-hmm. but you've been exposed to the street life mm-hmm. how do you feel the, um, the street prepared you for Hollywood hmm. oh my gosh mm-hmm. a lot what <laughs> it, it, you gotta have a the street will make you so strong like you gotta be first of all you can't I feel like you can't come to Hollywood and not have a, a, a some type of willpower or mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. oh my gosh, you know how many nose you get here. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. so you gotta have that toughness in you. Like you gotta have that fight in you. Yeah, you really mm-hmm. like the streets made me a fighter. Mm-hmm. I I don't take no for an answer. Right. It's just a delayed yes. Seriously, Unless it's a right. delayed yes. Need to know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no means no. Right, right, right. Yeah, and it, you know it, it's also like 
I don't know. You grow up in the inner city. We're used to either being told no from our parents or yeah. from whoever, or we're used to saying, you know, unfortunately talking about one another. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. when you get it out here, you get the nose or you get, oh, uh, well, you, 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 you too slim or you too fat or yeah. you're not this pretty or you're not, don't look like this. For, for me, it's kind of like, all right, like I, you, you ain't, you're not saying anything that, yeah. that really deters yeah. me. You know, it just pushes. It just makes me. All right, I'm yeah. really about to prove you wrong right. now. Yeah. I will say that Philly will make you independent. Mm-hmm. It will make you know that you got to go and get it on your yeah. own because yeah, your yeah. family is. If if, if you understand. was raised like me, like my family didn't didn't push me to do anything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, if I'm going to be transparent here, mm-hmm. um, Philly will really put you in a place where it's like. If I don't go get it, nobody's going to push me to do it. And if I got to make my career or make my life different from what I'm seeing or what right. I'm living. Mm-hmm. And that's what Philly did for me. So when I came out here, it was like, I'm not waiting on a casting director. I'm not waiting on a producer or a director. I'm going to go and get it. And I'm going to go and do it myself. Right. And that's just, that's where I come from. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to place you in a room and say, here go this girl. She's, she's the next it thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no. I'm going to make that, create that myself. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you guys do with Black yeah. and Blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that need to come after that. Yeah, yeah whatever, <laughs> yes. So talk about Black and Blue. What What is the story about and why this story? Um, well, Black and Blue is, it's based around the events of police brutality, which we've been seeing um, a, a lot of in, within the last two years, especially within this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story takes place... In Philadelphia, um, Anthony Johnson, who is the male lead, who played by myself, mm-hmm. um, or will be played by myself, is okay, African American. Anthony, <laughs> it was kind oh, of wow. a <laughs> spit off. <laughs> um, but he's an African American uh, police officer who's, you know, of course, a member of the police force, but also a member of the community. And we wanted to tell the story from that aspect to one not. Uh, do the cliche, which is a white, which we what we've been seeing a white officer um, abusing the black community. We right. wanted to show the dynamics and the struggle of a black man who's an officer and living in the times that he's living in. And, and I'm also a member of the community, so how do um, how do I bridge the gap between those two? Right. Can I bridge a gap, or do I choose a side? Do I not choose a side? Um, so we're trying to show those conflicts um, that you know the conflicts that are within um a individual a black a black male that are both from both worlds so to speak um but also highlighting the issue of this issue the police brutality this you know hopefully this has to stop you know what i mean hopefully we can um create some sort of understanding yeah. you know on both sides i think there's a lack of understanding on both sides i think law enforcement doesn't understand the the dynamics that African Americans are put in from start, right? Um, and why we may do certain things, not justifying it, but these are the situations we're in. So sometimes we're forced to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the flip side, what law enforcement has to go to go through um, because they do put their lives on the line every day, mm-hmm. and there are some good cops out there. Yeah. All of them are not bad. Right. I have, you know, we, we talk about it all the time. I have family members who are police officers. So we're trying to show all of that in this film. Um, but the ultimate message is hopefully to provide understanding and, and some sort of healing yeah. healing process can begin. Right, right, right. 
Now, coming from, again, going back to where you grew up, mm -hmm. and then with police brutality, what's going on, do you, what's your idea of the community policing, having the police officers who actually come from those neighborhoods mm -hmm. work those neighborhoods as police officers? Is that a smart move? I think it's a smart move. Um, because, because they know the area. They, they know the area. Mm -hmm. They understand the people. Um, you know, for, for example, growing up, uh, my stepfather at the time was a police officer, um, mm -hmm. but he was from an inner city neighborhood. He was from Philadelphia. So he understood what it, he understood what certain signs meant. You know, he understood when somebody was really serious yeah. mm -hmm. or somebody or, or when to give somebody a break right? or when to really, all right, I got to put my foot down this time. You know yeah. what I mean? Because mm -hmm. he understood what the, what those circumstances were. Right. Um, so go ahead. When you bring somebody in who don't know, don't or don't understand the area, they may come in and just automatically judge that area. Right. Which, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it, this person can come from a grew up in a suburban area and come to the hood and it's like oh okay first of all they already got this everybody's this, a criminal everybody's mentality. a criminal yeah. every yeah. black person with a hoodie on with baggy jeans is a criminal mm -hmm. right? you know and, and we shouldn't be looked at like that mm -hmm. right 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 and I feel like that's the problem within our society yeah, yeah. Have either of you experienced any kind of uh, racial profiling or profiling by police? Oh, that was like what? a quick. She <laughs> to finish asking that question. I, listen, I was, I mean. I, she got to the middle. I was like, "Are you serious?" I, first of all, man, you, I'm, you, you all may have, but I'm a black oh, man. I know I have. Right, right, right. So, I've gone through it since the age of fourteen. Has uh, has there been anything in particular with a police officer? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what happened? Tell me what happened. Um, I, a few instances. Um. Alright, so when I, I moved to Maryland with my mom one year, uh, she she moved out to Maryland from Philly, um, and I moved out there, and I'm driving her uh, her car, mm -hmm. so I get pulled over literally uh, around the corner from my house, wow. and I have on a do rag. <laughs> I'm in high school. I'm right, like right, I'm about right. I'm 16. Um, I have on a do rag, like look like I'm from Philadelphia, but mm -hmm. I'm in Maryland, and we live in the suburbs. Right. So one cop comes. Two more cop uh, cop cars come, and I was wow, like, "All yeah. this for?" And I, I had my headlight was out. Oh wow! And so he's like, "Well," um, and and the crazy thing was, I didn't know all this at the time, but my mom had never used the car because she hadn't got it registered or anything yet because mm -hmm. we had just moved there, mm -hmm. and I needed to get to school mm -hmm. to uh, basketball practice. So they pulled me over, and it could have been something as simple as I told him, "I you know I'm you know I'm 16, I live around the corner." It could have been you know well, I'm gonna give you a break. Mm -hmm. It was. Get out the car. Wow. Let us search the car. Um, after all that was done, um, they searched me. They let me get back in the car, but they I must have had about $1,000 in tickets. So in that same year, I wound up moving back with my dad because I just didn't like the area. Mm -hmm. um, wind up getting a, a warrant sent out for my arrest. What? Because... Again, I was a kid, so I wasn't I wasn't thinking about that. So a warrant mm -hmm. sent out for my arrest. Had to go all the way back to Virginia, spend a day in jail... Like literally what? fingerprinted wow. everything, picture taken. Luckily, eighteen came. They they expunged it, but it was like all that really wasn't necessary. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I have a, a bunch of more in, in, uh, incidents, but uh, that's just one off the top of my head. I mean, I've never experienced it, but I've, <laughs> I've seen it. Like I have a my brother. I have two brothers. My one of my older brother, my older brother, who's uh, thirty something now. Um, he he was followed home. By the cops for no reason just mm -hmm. literally they never pulled him over they just followed him home and then mm -hmm. once he parked the car they they looked at him just staring at him just to see like if 
if this, what is this guy about to do? Mm-hmm. And he literally walked in the house, didn't any, did anything, walked mm-hmm. in the house. They knocked on the door and was like, oh, we just wanted to make sure you live here. Yeah. <laughs> for I've no reason, for no reason mm-hmm. at all. My mom came downstairs just to verify this is my son. He lives here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because he had just got off work, it was like one o'clock in the morning. He had right. on, he, he worked at like Burger King or something. Mm-hmm. And he had on like sweatpants and a, and a hoodie and a right, hoodie. Right. And I don't even know if they seen all that he had on, but it's just he was a black guy mm-hmm. driving a car at this type of hour. Where is he going? What is he doing? It right. happens too often with us. It's, like, yeah. it, it, it's it's. It, it it really is like I was I was telling her one day um like to be a black man when you're driving and we see a police officer right. even when our stuff is yeah. right yeah right I'm always like a police a cop will pass me and I'm looking in the rear yeah. view just to see if he's gonna <laughs> yeah. turn around um because it's like all right I don't I don't drive a hoopty car so I'm expecting you yeah. like I've been pulled over out here just mm-hmm. off the just off of me a cop pulled behind me. And I did look in the rear view just just to see why. So I was like, all right, whatever. So um, I purposely said I'm going to get in the turning lane just to see if he follows me. Mm-hmm. Right. Lo and behold, he pulls me over. Mm-hmm. And oh, he was gosh. like, well, you made a uh, abrupt turn into the next lane. So, we, you know, we pulled you over. And I was like, it wasn't abrupt. I just right. got over just to see what you would do. Mm-hmm. So, did you have your indicators on? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh. With, the, with the cop behind me? All yeah. these police officers pull people up. They pulled me over the other day, but I crossed the double line legally. So. Oh. You, know you, you know you were wrong. You know you was wrong for that one. But, but I bet you they let you go. No, I got a ticket. Really? They they gave it to me. Oh, that wow. is my fault. I can't, I see, she could acknowledge that. She's I woman thought, enough. I'll, I'll see you in court. You right, the lady, right. especially if you're on track to yeah, be like, I've gotten right. away oh, from many incidents. Like, literally, a cop uh, was driving on the side. I mean, I'm clearly wrong on the phone, on my cell phone, <laughs> talking, listening to music. And he just looked at me and was like, you know you're not supposed to have that phone. And I, and I literally just dropped the phone. <laughs> and he was just like, go ahead. But, I mean, that I, was a good cop. That was a good right. cop. That was a good, was a good cop. Mm-hmm. But, Is it a good cop? Because some people be like, no, he let you break the law. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that. Cause you got these pretty eyes. That's what it is. You just like batted those eyes heavily. <laughs> like bam, they work. <laughs> but what do you guys think is the disconnect? Um, we were talking about you know growing up in the community and having um, people from the community police the community. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we don't necessarily have that situation. Mm-hmm. But what is it? What do you think is that disconnect with, um, I guess, um, law enforcement and our communities? I, or even just understanding Black Lives Matter doesn't yeah. mean we hate you. Please. Right, right, like, right. I don't understand why people. Yeah. I personally feel we talked about we talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a disconnect in the community and the police force because you know back in the day when we were kids, the police will come to our community centers. We would go to the pow like we had this pow in Philly where police athletic league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where yeah. we would go after school and the police would just do different activities with us and, mm-hmm. and they would just be more involved where they mm-hmm. would show their faces more we would know who our police who our authority is right. mm-hmm. now we don't get that anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we don't get that at all so I don't think I think that we as the community we don't even know who our police force is mm-hmm. we have we we have no connection with them unless it's unless it's a nine one one call. Right. Right. That's it. Right. Right. All the negative stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And when I I remember I played like Miss Brenda. Miss Brenda was a <laughs> she was a um lo- you know local officer, but they ran a flag football league in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. and then would, cops would like they would they pull up their cop cars and they would watch us play, um and so we knew 
like we knew the officers. Right. They they knew who we were, and but they would do that often. They would run. They would come to the basketball leagues and watch the the basketball yeah. games. Um, or if they saw us on the corner, a cop. If he did ride past there, he was like, "You guys know y'all shouldn't be out yeah. here. Go right, ahead back right. home." Yeah. And then, and we and they would joke with us like we knew. So, but now it's just gotten to a point. And you know, unfortunately, sometimes we give ourselves a bad rap because we do. So our community does sometimes do dumb things. Right. Um, like every community. Like yeah. every community. Every community exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Does dumb things. And that doesn't mean it's not that just you should. The urban community. Right. I don't right. mean to cut right. you off, but, you yeah. know, like. This We're year. from Pennsylvania, so you go into a place like Upper Darby. No, you don't have the Caucasian people stand on the corner, but they're right. the ones selling heroin. Yeah, right. you know, to our professionals, the doctors and the mm-hmm. lawyers and stuff like that. So crime is a crime. Nobody's talking exactly. about them. You know what right. I mean? Right, right. <laughs> we make was... good. We make movies saying, "Oh my gosh, they were like living the life and stuff." Exactly. Right, 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 exactly. right. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. It doesn't give them a right to pinpoint a certain community because everybody yeah. makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Right. Now you guys wrote, acted, uh, uh, wrote this along with uh, Fred Thomas Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. Acted in this, yes. <laughs> Produced this. Out of all of the different hats that you've had to wear, what is your favorite? Well, mm. well, we well just so, well we start we start shooting in October. Oh yes. Um, so okay. yeah, we start shooting in October. Um, but I would probably say this producer hat. <laughs> I mean. That's probably the heftiest of them all. Yeah. The acting side is, I mean, that's, that, it's not, you know, it's not easy, but that's it's what we do. It's easier than producing, I yeah, will yeah, say. Yeah. But I will say, what is so amazing that I just, not, I, I didn't just realize this, but because people have been telling me this for years, like, Kevalina, you are a producer. Mm-hmm. You naturally connect people. And it wasn't, it wasn't hitting me that, like, wow, I'm a producer. Like, I know I connect people. I'm always like, you should do this, or you should go here, or you should meet this person, because this person can help you. I've always been that type of person. But I've never, I've never, I've never, like, realized, like, wait, I am a producer. Right. And it's so, it's so, it's, it's amazing to me, because I enjoy it. Like, I mm-hmm. really, really do enjoy producing. Like, yes, I love acting. Yeah. Like, that is where my heart, that's where, you know, everything stemmed mm-hmm. from. But I do feel like, from this day forward, from the day I started Black and Blue and other projects, I am an actress, but I'm also a producer. Yeah. So I do consider myself as both. And and people will see it. I'm going to be executive producer and actress <laughs> on every show I work on. Oh, you right. I like that. Speak it into existence. Come on, Amen. Come yes. on Shonda and Carrie. <laughs> so what's yes. been the biggest challenge for this film for you? The Girl. biggest. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can't narrow it down, but try. I think, I think um, for us... Because we, you know, independent film, um, the 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 challenge normally for a lot of independent filmmakers is the financing yeah, part, mm-hmm. is, you know, getting the, the funds to make the film. So we wanted to hit all avenues. We yeah. wanted to, you know, try to get private investors. Um, we did. We have our GoFundMe that's still going until yeah. September 18th mm-hmm. um, to even raise more funds so that we're covered. Um, just so you guys know. What's the GoFundMe it's, account? It's uh, <laughs> www.gofundme.com uh, forward slash black in blue. Um, but that's, you know, that's been the, the, the hardest part, I would say, of all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another challenge, though, um, I will put that out there is, you know, because it's such a, how do you say, like this message is so heavy. It's it's very heavy and it's very sensitive. Mm -hmm. People respond to it well, like, oh, that's such a great message. You guys, I I, I support you 100%, but not 
everybody really want to support it or want people to know that they support it because yeah. it's so yeah they, they don't, don't want to offend anybody exactly they don't want yeah. they don't want people to, to look at them any different like mm-hmm. oh can they okay. can they give anonymously you absolutely. can give anonymously there you go anonymously yeah, guys yeah. go to that GoFundMe account yeah. you're giving to equal rights right 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 right, 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 right. Yeah. well you know we you know as as entertainers and artists they don't want to piss like, people you know, off some, well, us, they don't want to piss off <laughs> their investors right. or right. you know what I mean yeah, so it's I, like I feel you. it's like well I have my 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 social media following or I got yeah. this person that's gonna fund this but I don't wanna offend them right you know right. what I mean so I and I understand it to a certain point but at what point do we say that doesn't matter like yeah. it's, it's bigger than mm-hmm. gotta stand it's bigger for than, something you know right. yeah. girl and, and not just mm. that like we try to reiterate over and over again that this is not uh, uh, this is not one of those films that's like bashing police right, officers right, at right. all. It's that's not what we're doing. We're literally trying to bridge the gap between the two and make mm-hmm. everyone right. everyone come together. Right. And I think people don't they don't take the time to really read mm-hmm. or to listen because yeah, it ain't like true. we just putting out information. We're also putting out audio so that you can listen to it as well, right, so you right. can really get to know the project. Yeah. But I mean, this is what this society we live in you know yeah, so like we can we complain but do we, do we really have any complaints because it's like seriously you have something like this and if at the end of the day i i expect our community yeah. to say i'm getting behind this right. yeah. mm-hmm. I, I expect that and they say you shouldn't but yeah because we're the ones complaining yeah. and saying well this is going on what are you going to do well you have organizations like Black Lives Matter and yeah. independent filmmakers like us that are actually in, in somebody like a T.I. who has a song yeah. and more and more artists are becoming more vocal mm-hmm. but our community the they have to be vocal and actually stand up whether it's through their money or through their voices yeah so mm-hmm. right 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 so who, who do you guys want to work with that you haven't worked with so far whether it's a director actor Producer, anybody? Holly Berry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, uh, I would like to work with um, Anthony Hemingway. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to work with Denzel. Mm. And I've always wanted to work with Don Cheadle. That's I think he's a beast. Yeah. Um, I think he's like one of those actors who, you know, is considered like a really great actor, but they didn't, they don't give him superstar, which is fine. Yeah. But like that dude, he, he he like transforms. Yeah. Um. So those are just some of the people like I look at. There's many more, but I mean Shonda Rhimes. Like it's 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 a lot out there. Yeah. I think for me, um, ever since I was a kid, I've been a fan of John Singleton work. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to work with him um, as an actress. And um, I, I'm in love with Viola Davis' work. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with um, Carrie Washington' work. I, I just love that, you know, how she started. She right. started yeah. out and saved the last dance. And it yeah. was like that right. runaway, <laughs> edgy girl. Right. And then how she transitioned. I love her Man, story. she in the White House. She yeah. in the White House, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, her and Obama done made it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, um, you know, it's so funny because that's always been my uh, motto. And I, I just recently signed with these new agents and managers. And they said that in the office. Like, we see you as this person. I was like, where's the contract? That's yeah. how I knew. <laughs> that is how I knew that they were for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like they have the same vision I have. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I'm working for you. So yeah. we know who you guys want to work with. But if you guys were not in this profession, mm-hmm. what profession do you think you'd be in? 
I would probably be doing hair. I would have like ten hair salons. <laughs> I was gonna say because I every time I've seen you, Kevlina, your hair, you have a different style and it's always fabulous. Oh, Whatever hairstyle you rock is amazing. Thank you. I have a hairline now, um, so I, I I still do hair, mm-hmm. but I mean that's that's just my that's my love. You know, mm-hmm. I've been doing that since I was I was a kid. My grandma did it. My aunt's do it. We have a shop in Philadelphia, so. I mean, I would be doing hair. Okay. You will never see Kevlina's hair look horrible. <laughs> ever. Oh, right. never, not, off, ever. not even on her worst day. No. Her hair is laid, okay? If any, even if it's a sloppy bun. Whatever y'all, whatever y'all <laughs> call it. It's a sloppy bun. It's a sloppy bun. She's starting trend. Yeah. No, I, it's, for, it's, it's crazy um, that we had that in common because yes. I would uh, I would cut hair because I can cut. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I've been doing that since I was in high school. Um, mm-hmm. I would be an architect. Um, oh, that's smart. what I wanted to go to school for <laughs> mm-hmm. um, originally because I'm great at uh, designing and drawing and all that stuff. Um, but or the NBA, either <laughs> one. Like yeah. you know, went, did that in college too. So yeah. yeah. Oh, you had a lot of paths. I actually did this in college. Wow. I was a radio personnel. Really? I used to work for Jonesy at Power 99 Clear Channel. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was her morning show co-host. Jones. Okay. And that was Jonesy fun. in the morning. <laughs> But it was funny. Every time I would interview someone, I was so curious about acting. And how did you get to where you are? Right. They'd be like, you need to just come to L.A. Seriously. <laughs> like, this ain't you. Behind mm-hmm. these mics ain't you. Right. And literally, I was like, I'm coming to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm glad you did. Glad you did. <laughs> so before we get out of here, what is next for Black and Blue? Man, we have a fundraiser coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is September Sunday, September 18th from 6 to midnight. We're going to have a black and blue fundraiser at House of Mackay, which mm-hmm. is on Holly. No, it's on Vine. It's in yeah. Hollywood, but it's on Vine. Hollywood and Vine, yep. And right now we have actress and Grammy-nominated singer Antonique Smith. She'll be hosting the uh, nice. event she's as well as she's film. starring mm-hmm. in yeah, the yeah, film. Yeah. She will be playing Tanya, which is his sister, and Oh, I didn't even mention I'm playing Sable, which uh-huh. is his wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pregnant in this film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I get to carry his seed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then, you know, of course, we start in October shooting. Um, and then after that, it's all about yeah. getting this thing distributed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So right now we, we really just need more support as far as contribution to our GoFundMe mm-hmm. and like we tell people all the time because we put it on our social media all the time if you can't contribute financially then you can do a video for us and just say say your name and I support Black and Blue and, and send it to us or put it on your social media because the more people who hear about it mm-hmm. the right, more people right. will want to get involved and will want to know okay what is this story Yeah. Mm-hmm. so we appreciate that so we're not just asking for your money mm-hmm. right now and to piggyback off of that, uh, if they want to do that, um, our social media um, links for Black and Blue is uh, at Black and Blue Film underscore on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. It's on there. Or you can follow us individually. Um, I'm uh, underscore Todd Anthony. Underscore Kevalina Everett. But you can also find out You're more not about. Underscore Kevalina. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, well, I'm glad I'm he knows your social right. media. I know, I'm thinking at. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> At Kevalina Everett. Yeah, um, he called you out. <laughs> right. Thank you for that. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> but you can always find out more about Black and Blue at our website. It's www.blackandbluefilm.com. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Support, guys. Yeah, yes. yeah. Now, what kind of advice do you guys have for people that are actors that, you know, they want to do what you're doing, but they're not so sure if oh, they're cut out for it? That's the part I wanted to get Especially to. Especially if they're coming I'm, from the I'm, East I'm Coast. Playing. I'm playing. Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this is like a fellas first type of thing. Um, <laughs> um, I would say study, study your, you know, your craft, whatever profession you, you know you're doing. Um, study it. Um, learn from those who have been successful at it. Um, really, really, really work hard uh, um, for it. Um, and, and it's not, I think we have to understand that because we're artists, we're already passionate about our crafts and we're passionate about what we do, but also learn the business side of it. Um, that's probably right. the best thing someone could have told me. Like, yeah, show business, which we always hear, but business is the most important out of the two words. Right. Um, because at some point, I would hope that if we've moved to L.A. and migrated over here or wherever you've migrated to and you want to make a living doing what you love, mm-hmm. your business has to be right. right. Otherwise, you're going to get cheated. Yeah. So yeah. Um, learn a business. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. When you're coming up and starting out as an actor, absorb everything you can possibly learn about mm-hmm. the business that you're getting into. Yeah. And it's not just acting, but, you know, try to find out what the casting director's like, what they're looking for. Um, try to f- watch TV, watch these TV shows, watch these movies and see what they're representing. Yeah. Because if they're the ones that's on TV, then they must know what and how to get there. So you need to watch and see what they're doing so that you can follow them. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm all, when I first came to L.A., um, what someone always told me was stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and absolutely. And I stick with that. That's mm-hmm. Don't let nothing, because L.A. will try to change you. Yes, it will. They what? will say, oh, your hair mm-hmm. not curly enough. Oh, you're, you're too thick. Oh, this and all of that. But guess what? The person who had the straight hair just booked. Mm-hmm. The person who was thin <laughs> or thick just booked. Right. Every day is something different. Right. So yeah. you can't mm-hmm. really try to go with what they want yeah. you can't right. adjust just stay true to yourself and study and, and stay God strong. gonna make a way for you regardless yeah yeah yeah, yeah. stay right. Every, strong man. Y- what you can bring no one else can bring right. right the door is already gonna open for you so it's just all about studying and be prepared for when that door to open absolutely yes. mm-hmm. you're in here preaching right <laughs> come on collection plate and now before we go you guys mentioned your social media platforms but let's do it again to okay. make sure we get you guys supported in your film um, tell them where they can find you on social media you can find me on all social media at Kevalina mm-hmm. Everett. I'll spell it out. K-E-V-A-L-E-N-A-E-V-E-R-E-T-T. And I'm at underscore Todd Anthony, T-O-D-D-A-N-T-H-O-N-Y. And the film Black and Blue is at mm-hmm. Black and Blue Film underscore. What about the GoFundMe account? The GoFundMe. <laughs> www.gofundme.com forward slash black in blue. I in blue, not like black, the letter in blue. So just so yeah. y'all know. Yes, yeah. make sure you guys go to the website because they're going to start production in October, right? Yeah. So they need yeah, that yeah, money. Yeah. Yeah. Get on that. Get on that. Support that. Support Nothing that. more important than the moolah. Right, right, right. <laughs> and where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at M-I-C-H underscore Madison TV, but mostly on Instagram at Michelle underscore Madison TV. And you can find me, Megan Thomas, at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, wherever. Just find me. Mm. And make sure you use that hashtag BHL next so we can see your comments and see who you'd like to have on this show next. Until next time, we'll see you. Bye, bitches. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us 
info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.